Welcome to the Security Tips Podcast, helping you be safer in your home and business. On this podcast, you will learn how to protect your property and gain tips and tricks to ensure your safety. Now here are your hosts, Alan Hennessy, and with over 18 years of experience, Barry Lynch, security locksmith expert. Hello and thank you for joining us. This is the Security Tips Podcast with myself, Alan Hennessy, and Barry Lynch, our security expert. Barry, how are you today? I'm very good, Alan. How are you? I'm great. And uh, looking forward to today's show, we're going to be talking all about alarms. And uh, it's a very interesting subject. And I think it's uh, one that is very relevant at the moment uh, within security at home and also uh, security in your business as well. Today, we're going to be covering the types of alarms that you should have, alarm monitoring, also brands and location of your um, your alarms as well. And plus, we're also going to be talking about wired and wireless alarms and also, you know, about getting services done on your alarm. So I think, I suppose the best place to start off with, Barry, I suppose, would be is, is um, alarms in general. Why should we have an alarm? Yeah, an alarm tends to be uh, a good form of security to have, and be it a home or a business. In some cases, when it comes to a business, you know, they rec- an insurance company will require you to have one. Mm. Um, not so so much so in um, domestic home, but having an alarm in domestic home is definitely a, a deterrent and can certainly help from from a security point of view. Mm. And of course, yeah. Well, I suppose it's, but it does, it's also it's safeguarding. It's safeguarding everything that you have around you as well, and your business and you know if i think that's probably the key important factor here is is that i don't think there is a house or a premises or a, or a business that doesn't think about having an alarm when they set in, when they're setting up you know especially when if it's a bricks and mortar sh- shop or a business or whatever it may be that you know that if i think it's imperative that we ha- they have that you know, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't think there is anywhere that I've ever seen that it doesn't have an alarm, you know. You'd be surprised, Alan, you come across a lot of premises and it's only in the event of something happening or going wrong, then they decide mm. to, you know, get an alarm, whether it be a break-in or, you know, um, something happens like a burglary or whatever the case may be, then, you know, they all of a sudden decide that they need, you know, they were thinking about an alarm for the last year or so and now all of a sudden they need it. And um, it tends to be that type of thing. But, but you're correct in what you say from a, when it comes to a new home. A lot of people now, when they move into a new home, especially, you know, a, a new build, you know, they tend to be catered for an alarm. So it's, it's, it's straightforward as, you know, getting somebody in and, and fitting the equipment mm. as the cabling and wiring is already, uh, you know, being, being fitted prior to construction. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know, like I know a friend of ours that actually has moved in only to a new home. And like that, he actually did say himself, like, he noticed that yeah it's it's all wired you know like i think it's 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 now a standard where people where you see that you know when, when people are buying houses you know all oh, these are fully fitted for alarm systems and stuff like that so yeah i, I suppose uh, you can see it now whereas i suppose 20 years ago you wouldn't have it wouldn't have been as prevalent and you know i suppose the next question would be is is when people are thinking about putting an alarm in whether it be into an old house or a, a or a premises or something, what should be what should be the first call of call to action that they should be doing when they when they're thinking about this? Yeah, well, certainly the the first thing uh, someone should do when it comes to an alarm is uh, you look at the, the perimeter, mm. uh, be it front door, back door, and um, you know, preferably the ground floor. 
Um, so you can do it from a cost point of view or obviously you can do it from where you cover every aspect. You know, the cost point of view would be where, yeah, as I say, you do a front door, back door, and then you fit PIRs in one or two locations in the downstairs area. So in the event of somebody gaining entry through a window or a door, you know, the PIR Passive Infrared would pick up. The other option is where you, you actually do all the windows and doors in the premises on the ground floor. And then you're covering every aspect of a, gain, a possible gaining entry. And, you know, you'd have different devices for different uses. So a PIR would be a passive infrared. That would be something where you'd walk by and it'd pick up, you know, a person, dog, whatever the case may be. And mm. uh, you'd have contact on a window. That's when a window opens. It's like a magnet, magnetic contact. Or you could have a shock sensor. Shock sensor uh, acts against vibration. So in the event of somebody trying to force a window open, it, it would set the alarm off. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, because I was just about to say, a shock sensor, like, I, I, I was saying to myself, what is a shock sensor? But, like, there, when you, like, I can see that now when you say, you know, someone trying to push that door or open that door, or force the door in, I suppose that's, you know, it's, 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 it's extremely important there. Wow. Yeah, I never thought of that myself. Um, yeah, I suppose then, then the next thing is, is then, I suppose, when we look at alarms, I suppose monitoring on alarms, I've heard, like I know in our own home, we have a monitored alarm system. Now, it is it is sort of, we've we've sort of changed it over the last couple of years in the different specs that what we've done with the, in the house and stuff like that. But uh, maybe we might like, you'd like to talk a little bit about the alarm monitoring and the different types of, of monitoring, you can, monitoring systems you can avail of. Yeah, so basically there are three versions of an alarm system. And the first version is what we call bells only. And that's where you have an system, it's fitted, uh, and it just sets off, you know, rings out. So, you know, uh, something happens, activates the alarm, and it just rings out, bells only. Uh, The second option then we have is where you can have it directed to a monitoring station. So in the event of uh, there being an activation, it will go through to a monitoring station who will then call their person or persons who who you've listed. Mm. Uh, so that would be the first port of call. Uh, obviously, there are regulations surrounding the guardie, you know, attending an active on an activation. But there's a protocol that has to be followed for that to take place. Right. And um, the third version you would have would be where you have what we would call a self-monitored alarm. A uh, self-monitored alarm would be where you have it set up, uh, a device set in your alarm system, and it would ring true to you directly. So ring true to your mobile. And that's what just what we would call a self-monitoring system. It can very much depend on the your insurer or your insurer's request on which option you would tend to take. More more so than not, it the uh, monitoring would be a request of the insurance company if you're commercial. But obviously, as as things change and all, it's it that seems to be you know changing. Mm. Yeah, and I think you know, like I'm 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 just listening to what you're saying, and I think you know the old the alarms, bells, and whistles, as they say. You know, you hear it going off at three in the morning, and. <laughs> you, you say this oh my god especially if you're in a house like that that idea of like oh here we are like and the alarm's going off next door or something like that and you know and I think it, it's very important but I like the the idea of the mobile because I, I I know we I have it on my phone now with the alarm system that we have is is that you know it's it's great as well for uh, monitoring the kids as much as anything else that we know when they're when, when they're coming in and when they're not coming in say you didn't come in till two o'clock in the morning but I think 
think that is a very important part that it's 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 hooked to your mobile phone as well. We might speak a little bit more in detail about that. Like there's there, I know there's different options when it comes to uh, your mobile as well. Yeah, you see the mobile device. Obviously, technology is improving all the time. Mm. So you know, in this day and age now, you can have it. It's obviously an app, um, and effectively, it's like having a keypad on your phone. Right. So it's like having the keypad that's physically in your home. It's like having that on your mobile phone. You know, you can turn the alarm on, turn it off. You can set it. You can reset it. You can um, activate it. You know, you get signals when it sets off. You can, you know, log into it and turn off zones. So it allows you to do everything remotely. Yeah. And that's obviously the way technology has gone. Mm, and I think at this day and age, I think it's, you know, it's it's become the part of, like, it's 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 what we do. Like, you know, we, we do everything on our mobile phones now. So I suppose having it on, you know, you're more likely to have, your, if you leave the house, you're more likely to go back and get your mobile phone than you are to go back and get your wallet as regards to that. So, you know what I mean? It's it's always an, ex, it's an extension of our hands. So I suppose it's a very good way of that. But I suppose as well that monitoring stations is, for more commercial more commercial use would probably be more more prominent there would it um you'd find that a lot of domestic will opt for a monitoring station mm. as well because it's the first port of call you know they can they make the decision on whether you know it is an activation or a you know like they receive a signal and then they receive a, a second signal mm. and by receiving the second signal, it tells them whether, you know, there's an actual issue. They then make contact with the, the first person they can establish then if, if there may be an issue or not. And then they can make a decision based on, uh, you know, making contact with the guardian and, and getting them to call out. Because, as I said, there is um, protocol surrounding the way guardian can, can now call to a premises you know, if there's two false activations within a short period of time or within a, a selected period of time, you know, they can they can stop monitoring altogether. So it's important that you right. don't have false activations. Right. Which which also leads then to servicing of an alarm. Mm, mm. I was just about to say that because I know if we we had a, we had a couple who lived next door to us and they were going away and they said, "Oh, grand, we're going away." And next of all, they hadn't. I'd say they left the house about maybe three or four hours and the alarm started going off. And of course, nobody had a key, and it was like this alarm was buzzing all day until such time as we we got their one of their friends or, or I think it was their sister or something that came down to us. So I think. Yeah, I think service and your alarm is very important, especially if you have neighbours, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, you see, the what we have found, I suppose, in a lot of people that do get alarms, they get them sometimes for a reason where something happens. Mm. As I said, a break-in, a burglary, whatever the case may be, and then they decide to get an alarm. And then they get to a stage where they stop using it, so they don't get into the habit of using it. And yeah. now the alarm hasn't been used in months, and you know, all of a sudden they're going away, and they, oh my God, I must reset the alarm. You know, it could be a year gone by, uh, they haven't done anything with the alarm, now they decide to set it. They don't know whether it's going to false alarm, they go mm. away, and then two hours, three hours later, or the day later, it starts false alarm, and they think there's something wrong, but obviously there may not be. It might be just where the, the system needs a service. So I suppose what we tell customers is there's no harm in having it serviced at least maybe once a year. Mm. And when it comes to servicing, are we talking about just the actual, the box, or as actually having a look and making sure that all the, the sensors are right and... I suppose that's that's probably part of it, is it? Yeah, well, I suppose, again, it comes back down to technology. A lot of the newer alarms now, you know, you can log on to the keypad and it'll tell you. It'll tell you what the problem mm. is, where it is, you know, what it is. 
and then you can rectify the, the, the situation from there. Like in some extreme cases in older houses, it can be difficult, um, you know, if there's cabling issues or something like that, because an issue might arise now, but then again, you could go out and think it's fixed and it could arise again afterwards and it could be a, a different problem that leads to you know a, a certain problem but it, it is a case of if it's if it's been serviced regularly you know you have the history yeah. you can see yeah. the history of what's going on or what's 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 not happening or is happening it's, it's similar to a similar to a service on a car except it's just your service yeah. on your alarm really at the end yeah. of the day that's it yeah. yeah yeah and i suppose it's it is it's very i suppose it's, it's extremely important if you're going to you know it's just going to keep it updated as well and making sure that it's 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 working in, in proper order as well um, when it comes to yeah. when it comes to um, alarms and stuff like that, location of alarms, I, I you know this has always been sort of a, a bone of contention with me is is that I always say you know oh well like I think the the alarm should be prominent in in front so you people should be able to see it whether they're inside or outside of the house that the alarm is there and it's on. Is there is there certain areas that you should maybe? I suppose look at where you, when you're when you're getting an alarm installed, where should it where should it be that location in the house and stuff like that? Yeah, certainly. Um, again, in over the last number of years, we've come across different situations in different homes and different builders. But um, you know, you'd have a case where some builder might build a, a home and they'll put cables in the most unusual places. But ideally. You know, a keypad should be near the door, uh, not under the stairwell, uh, hitting a press where, you know, you've got to remember, you've got to put in a code and then it gives you mm. a certain amount of time to leave. But you don't want to be running out the door, <laughs> hoping that everything's <laughs> going to be OK by the time you get to the door. Then you might have to run back. But what I'm saying is, you know, location will be generally at the door itself. It makes it easy. Put the code in, you know, turn, the, turn it on, turn it off, you know, enter the door and, uh, you know, exit the door, whichever. And then again, you know, uh, PIRs at the infrared would be in suitable positions where, you know, you don't want that facing the front door when you have a, you know, you're putting in a code and it's picking you up whilst you're trying to run out the yeah, door. Yeah, You know, and that the rest the rest is straightforward because the rest would be obviously on your windows, your doors. So just making sure that the, the you know, the cabling is in the correct locations. Mm, mm. And when it comes to um, the, the types of alarms, we, you know, maybe we might speak about uh, some of the brands that we should be looking at if we are going to uh, buy an alarm. Yeah, again, there are like some very good brands. Um, it's it's really all about uh, technology, I suppose, trying to get the, the best deal for the, the best technology you can. There, there is obviously an Irish brand, you know, HKC. They tend to be one of the better brands. They offer a lot of good technology within the, the panels and the keypads. They obviously have all their apps and stuff like that all set up as well. And they have, you know, the, the newer version is a, is a hybrid system. Um, so what that basically means is it allows you to do wired and wireless within the same panel. And mm. um, so gone are the days when you'd have a, a wired panel and then you'd have to buy, you know, uh, a device then to sit into your wired system to allow you to add wire, wireless devices. Right. Whereas this system has it all built in. Mm. So it, uh, I suppose if... if uh, to, to, to narrow it down or to, to make it e easy, if, if we were doing an older home and there was problems with cabling, you can fit this panel, you can connect everything up, and then you might find that you've got a broken cable somewhere. Well, you don't need to run a new cable, which you can't do, would be virtually impossible. You just put, it, put a wired device, wireless device in, and that's it, right. problem solved. You know, So it's just it's hybrid, so it allows you to do a lot of 
lot of different uh, additional extras. And I think that's a very that's very good because you know, like as you say, if it is an old house and you have got like because I know when we, I know in a similar situation where we had a telephone the telephone line that was coming in, we we couldn't get the telephone yeah. line working right, and your man says, "Oh, it's outside," and we says, "Right, okay," and then it says, "No, no, it's inside," and then like trying to trace <laughs> trying to trace a cable around a house, you're just yeah. going, "Oh my god!" So with ha- I suppose having a wireless having that wireless key had or that wireless that you know that be, that application for to be able to do that I think is is amazing because like when you look about when we come when we talk about alarms and you know how far we have come and, and I suppose in the last even the last five years of how well they can be you know they they're so uh, the, the technology is just incredible yeah no it's again like it's like what I, I we were talking about in the earlier part of this and we were saying about I was saying about servicing and problems mm. with a hybrid system you know you, you you eradicate or eliminate the the problems that you might encounter because even if the house is uh, brand new it's a new build you can still have a case where you know a cable got pulled you know a, a screw went through a cable and yeah. you know a piece of wood was something squashed the cable but you can't do anything about that because it, it's in behind the wall. Mm. Um, whereas with a hybrid, well, they just take the device off it and they put a wireless device in and then that's it, problem solved. You know, you just move on. Whereas an older house, you, you know, you, you can't do that with an older system. Yeah. I suppose um, we're sort of coming to the end of the podcast here, but uh, what would be your three, uh, I suppose, main tips or the priority tips for if you're going, uh, when you're talking about alarms, what would be the, the three key uh, aspects of it that I w- that you would say? Um, well, the first thing I would say for, for someone when they're getting an alarm is decide what they want, you know, decide what areas they want covered. Um, I come across... Too many times where, you know, the, the alarm company or engineers will sell what they want people to buy. And then it's all price mm. associated. So, you know, something's been selling four ninety nine or five ninety nine, and just, just, you know, you only get, that's all, you're, you're getting a system for that. Whereas if you want, you specifically say, no, I want this cord, I want that covered, And, you know, then you're getting exactly what you want. Mm. And then you, you know what it's costing and then that's it. There's none of this, you know, in two months' time, so sugar, we should have went for this, or I, I shouldn't have, I, you know, yeah. you, you realize what you want. And then, obviously, the second one would be, you know, pick a brand, pick a good brand, pick something that's reliable, and then pick something that has the technology already built into it, mm. uh, because it'll save you money in the long run. And the third one would be then just to decide if you want it at the beginning when you're getting an alarm installed, is decide if you want it to be self-monitored, monitored, or uh, just bells only. A lot of people will go with a bells only and then, you know, decide two months' time that they should have actually went with, um, you know, like a, a self-monitor system. Now, it can be added, but obviously it's more cost-effective to get it done whilst engineers are there. Yeah, and, and to do it at the start of the process as opposed to, yeah. you know, coming yeah. back to it after because it's only going to cost you an additional whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah, exactly. very good, yeah. very good, very good. And um, Barry, if people want to talk to you about this in more detail, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, contact our office at any time. We're based there in uh, Cable Street in Dublin 1. And the girls in the office or myself call anytime. We've been too glad to to help or give any advice we can. Um, And don't forget, if you want more information, and what we will do is is we have our own very own Facebook page, which is Security Tips uh, Podcast uh, on Facebook. So if you want to find out more details, we add on a regular basis, we will add in more content in there and just basically um, to help you with your security issues as well. So, and uh, also, of course, 
all the podcasts are available on all of the usual podcast providers as well. Okay, so Barry, it's been an absolute pleasure as always talking to you and uh, we'll talk to you next week and when we will be talking all about uh, car keys and car alarms and I'm looking forward to that one because I know that's going to be a very, very interesting subject as well. So Barry, it's great to chat with you again and uh, we shall talk to you soon. Great. Thanks for all of us. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today for the Security Tips Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate and review our podcast so you never miss an episode. The Security Tips Podcast is proudly sponsored by Dinolocks.ie, Ireland's leading security and locksmiths experts. For more information, visit their website www.dinolocks.ie.